Hey friend, welcome to the Get Rooted in Health podcast. I'm Gabby Flater, a faith-led wife, mom of three, certified nutrition consultant, personal trainer, and passionate about changing lives. I know how frustrating it can be to navigate the health and wellness world. You want to be motivated to prioritize your well-being and wish you were more educated when it comes to cultivating a healthy home. Maybe you're a mom who's completely burnt out and needs a fresh perspective on life, or you're searching for a place to feel seen, heard, and encouraged in a godly manner. No matter if you're doing the dishes, getting your sweat on, or drinking reheated coffee while watching the kids play, there is always an opportunity for growth. If you are ready to finally take action about these desires and are ready to learn, grow, and transform your mind, then you are in the right place. It's time to establish deeper roots so you can enjoy a more fruitful and fulfilling harvest. Let's dig in. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Get Rooted in Health podcast. My name is Gabby, your host, and this week we are going to be chatting about the hardest part is starting. I'm sure you can relate. I can relate to that. It always feels hard to just do something that goes against our normal routine or our normal day, our normal pattern, our normal thought process, our normal habits. And maybe it's something that you just need to get to and you've been avoiding. You've been putting aside. It's been on the back burner. You don't want to address it, but it's there. And it won't leave until you address it, right? Like, if you you know what it is for you. And how many times have you done something? Finally, you've finally done something. And you're like, wow, I did it. I feel so much better. That wasn't that hard. Why did I wait so long? Why did I wait so long to do that? And honestly, my husband and I, we joke about this all the time. It's usually when it's like a house project or just like a small thing and we're like why did we wait so long to fix that hole in the over there or to you know finally fix that part of the door or whatever like it honestly I'm it just baffles me sometimes where it's like we waited that long because we thought it was that big of a deal and maybe we didn't think it was that big of a deal. It just wasn't a high priority. And then something just give, it just it was, hey, what gives? And we just did it. And then it was like, whoa, this is amazing. And why did we wait so long to do that? It just, it's, it's just humorous sometimes. But maybe it's outside of like a house project. You know, it's like those eyesores, those things. And then honestly, a lot of it is just more our internal things. And we're nitpicking at ourselves all the time. And if we actually just stopped nitpicking and did the thing, we'd be done judging ourselves. We'd be done nitpicking those things, being so hard on ourselves, being so critical, feeling less than, feeling guilt, feeling shame, whatever it is. And maybe you're just feeling all of that because you're just not willing to get out of your own way and do the dang thing. (laughs) Right? I get in my way all the time and I'm so often like, God, look, what, why am I doing this to myself? I know what I want to do, but I don't want to do it. I sound psychotic. And some of that I feel like just comes with being a mom of many little people. (laughs) I feel like I'm psychotic all the time. Oh, because like, it's not just my brain anymore. 
let's just be honest, moms, right? It's not our just our brain. I have four other brains that I need to make sure I am aware of and that I am half in tune with so that I can make sure everyone put out all the little fires and make sure everyone's needs are met and everybody is as happy or, you know, I can't make everyone happy, but like we just all need to, you know, I need to be aware of my children (laughs) all the time. And it's great and it's wonderful and it's hard and exhausting and beautiful all at the same time. And that's the psychotic part of it. (laughs) But regardless, we need to stop, 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 stop making the excuses for why we aren't doing something, why we can't get, can't get it done and make excuses all the time. This is my break from doing the thing I know I should do. My kids just went to bed. I don't want to engage my brain in anything else. Oh, I will get to cleaning that next week. That is on my list to do. I'll finally get to it. Or, oh, I, I'm just, I'm just going to sleep in and you know what? Working out, that's not that important. I'll figure it out another time. Meanwhile, you're weighing yourself upon waking and feeling shame and guilt because you didn't get up like you said you were going to for the millionth time and you're seeing no difference and well, you're feeling worse and seeing no difference in your health. Um, maybe it's money. Maybe it's in a relationship. There's so many areas that always feel hard to start and for me like a couple areas are like um so my husband my husband and I we've we've had some conversations um we had some prior to tax season rolling around and I just kind of threw it out there like is there anything I could do this year this time around that might ease your load, make you feel a little less stressed because he works a lot of hours and doesn't have a lot of time to just himself. Like he has time to himself, but he's at work. <laughs> like, you know, I don't get time to myself because I have little children around me, but he's providing for the family and it's not necessarily him going out and doing golfing or frisbee golfing or bowling or projects around the house that he wants to do this is like you know um what he's doing to serve and provide and love our family and so I recognize that and so I wanted to see if there was something that he needed from me to help him feel a little less and honestly is an area that I struggle with and that is uh I guess chores around the home and when I mean that it's more of the things that are like washing the windows cleaning the bathtub dusting um those kinds of projects like yes the dishes do get done yes and and vacuuming does get done but maybe not upstairs as often (laughs) um and Yes, the laundry gets done, but also it can sit in the basket for a long time. And that's still not done, but half done. And and that is uh, an eyesore for him, and that's hard for him. So I 
took that and was like, you know what? I've got to stop making the excuses and I've got to buckle up and figure it out. Figure it out, Gabby. Like, you got to get a rhythm and a system. You don't just have all little children anymore. Like, I have a seven-year-old and a four-and-a-half-year-old now and then an almost three-year-old and almost a year-old. So I still have littles, but I also have biggers. And so it's starting to get easier to delegate a few things. And I'm also, I, I have a little bit of time to, to do more of those things. But I never, I've really never had a plan or a structure of like, this is the week we clean the bathroom. Or like deep clean the bathroom, not just wipe down counters and scrub the toilet, which I'm also not very good at. <laughs> you know, we gravitate towards the things that we like to do. So these are the things I don't like to do. And the hardest part is just starting. And so like I'm really starting to just try and make the commitment and finding ways to enjoy it or challenge myself, make it a game, make it a something, whatever it's going to be. I, I got to figure it out um, and plan it out of like my goal is to like not have laundry baskets sitting in the living room anymore. And if I can't get it folded, then it stays in the laundry room, but it doesn't come out until I am ready to deal with it. And honestly, I've been trying to make the commitment of if I do the load, the load is being washed, dried, folded, or whatever, and put away that same day. No ifs, ands, or buts. And I have to make not make the excuses. I, I just can't. And so I just decided to do that. And and it's doing I'm doing well so far in that. <laughs> uh, I do have a basket, I think, currently sitting in there and a load in the dryer. That will need to be dealt with. Um, so just like some of the house chore things. Like I need to get out of my own way. I need, to, I need to figure out dusting. I need to figure out cleaning my bathroom and my tub especially. I just spent an hour, if not more, avoiding my children so that because I was the last straw after I took a shower and then I was like, I need to clean the tub. So I'm frantically like, I got to clean the tub. I got to clean the tub. I don't know the last time I did this. And my husband has, but not to the extent that I just did. And you don't even want to know. I mean, I'm sure some of you have let it go. But like, I let it go to the point of like, this can't happen again. Because I don't want to waste my time doing this anymore. I want it to take me 10 minutes. And that's it. Because this is unacceptable, I told myself. Gabby, this is unacceptable. You got to get out of your own way. Schedule it. Make it happen every other week. Like cleaning the tub two times a month. Even once a month, heaven sakes. Like just do it. So I don't know the last time I cleaned my tub, guys. I'm just putting it out there and I'm being honest. And it was hard. It felt hard. It it just did. I'm like, doesn't feel important. It just feels hard. I don't have the time. I don't care and then something was just the last straw and then you know just having the conversation with my husband and I'm like you know he probably would really love the shower to be clean and he was like oh my gosh I don't think our tub has ever looked this way this white the grip on the floor was even different I took a shower and, and I was like oh my gosh I can feel the ground different like it just it felt like yeah I don't know just it was wonderful and I felt so accomplished and like I'm gonna do this I'm gonna put it on my calendar or in my phone and it's gonna remind me you know every other week to clean my tub <laughs> and it felt so hard and now it's like wow why did I wait so long because look at how long it took me and I don't want this to happen again 
So sometimes we just dig ourselves in such a deep, deep place of like excuses and woes and like all the things. So then actually when we do get to that thing that was hard, it takes us twice as long. So I want it to be efficient next time. I don't want it. I don't, you know, it's like anything in life. The more and more you avoid it, the more you have to unpack, You have, the more you have to deal with, the more weight you have to lose, the more um, therapy you're going to need with your spouse if you don't acknowledge the things right away. The more debt you're going to have, the more you avoid it, right? I mean, does this make sense? It feels hard, but it's going to be even harder to start the more and more we keep making the excuses and dig ourselves deeper and deeper and deeper. And I am by no means perfect. Another thing I resisted for a while and was really, um, I mean, I didn't really resist it because I had just learned about it, but I was resistant to it when I first started. Like I was going to throw in the towel, but I was committed to trying this. Um, I've shared with my running um, based off of heart rate training. And I'm not saying it's the, it's the, you know, end all like this is it everyone should be doing this this is the only way to do it it's the right way but I needed a breath of fresh air in my running journey something new to focus on um I want to get better and not just run to run um I get competitive I wanted to get faster I wanted to become efficient and um it, it yeah just a more effective runner and I stumbled across all this heart rate training stuff and I was so resistant to it uh still sometimes am uh but definitely in the beginning so after I had my fourth this was what I really focused on so this was back in May of last year when I finally started running after having my fourth kid I started to apply the concepts and I wanted to dig my heels in the ground and say no no way I am not running a 10 10 30 pace just to stay at this heart rate because this is my easy zone You've got to be kidding me. I don't run this slow. I'm a runner. And then I'm just like, wow. I look back. I stuck to it. I stuck to doing the hard thing. And it paid off, guys. It has paid off. I'm not where I want to be completely yet. But I have completely transformed my whole idea of running because I've seen how much more efficient my body has started to work, how much faster I have gotten. And I can run at a faster pace with a lower heart rate, whereas I had to run slower to keep that kind of a heart rate. And sometimes I still do need to run the 10-minute pace. Some days are different, and and it all depends on how much sleep I got. Did I have caffeine? Did I not have caffeine? Am I running in the morning? Am I running in the afternoon? Am I anxious about something? Is it hot out? Is it cold? Are there inclines? Are there no inclines? So there's so many different aspects. But on a more mostly consistent basis, I have noticed the pattern of my willingness to stay consistent, stick to the grind, do the hard thing, get out of my own way, don't make excuses, who cares what others are thinking about, and we're going to talk about that here quick, no matter what others might think about my pace, stick to it. Even if I have to explain myself to someone, I will. Like, why are you running that slow? Um, And I am training my heart to be able to have a stronger 
aerobic base. And then I'm challenging myself in harder workouts in that anaerobic phase where there's no oxygen, not enough oxygen coming in and out. So I want my heart to be strong for the long run and be able to work efficiently at faster paces but with less stress, lower heart rate. Um, you know, I still have a baby that wakes up. I It just it is what it is. And so, yeah, I don't do it all perfect. I don't always have the eight hours of sleep. Yeah, sometimes it's five hours. And it is what it is, and maybe I should have slept, but there are days when my body does not get me out of bed because I do need the sleep and I didn't have anywhere to be in the morning. And guess what? You can run in the afternoon on the treadmill. Um, and that's sometimes what it, what it is, uh, for me. And, um, I'm a, I'm a very type A go-getter, a little bit of an overachiever in that fitness realm stuff. So learning sleep for me, um, that's one of the hard things. And I have to stop making the excuses for that as well. Um, and that I can rearrange when I can run. It doesn't always have to be at the crack butt of dawn. (laughs) Um, even though it's wonderful when it is, but sometimes, I recognize that my body, my hormones, my whole self will be better if I actually just gave it the rest and recovery it needs. So another thing is when we decide to finally do the hard part and we get out of our way, you might find new enjoyment and purpose in that. You might find enjoyment in having that schedule of cleaning your home. You might have that enjoyment of challenging yourself to save that coffee and put it in a, like physically put $5 in a jar and watch it add up over a month and how much money you just saved. Um, getting into a consistent rhythm of not hitting, you know, put your phone on the other side of the room for an alarm and you get up and you have your clothes already picked out and you know what you're going to do and you're going to work out for 10 minutes and then you find yourself working out for 15, 20, 30 minutes on a consistent basis and, and you figure out that new rhythm and rhyme and that new habit and you just build upon that consistency and you start to find what used to be hard is not hard anymore. And then eventually you're going to want to know, how can I challenge myself even more? And so then you'll go to that next level. It's always about leveling up. How can I level up? And you find new enjoyment. You find new purpose in it, in that schedule, in that willingness to challenge yourself. And you see what you're capable of and what you're made of. And you stop looking for external validation, validation elsewhere. You have to be willing to do these things without other people noticing. I know sometimes I'm like, where is the cheerleading for me? I did it. Hooray. And my husband's like, yeah, you cleaned the tub. Crickets. You know, like those are things that I should already be doing because I stay home. You know, um, so it's just, it's just, you got to do it because you got to do it regardless of if other people notice or not. It doesn't matter. And if you got a shout out from the rooftops on, I guess, your social media stories, then do it. On a post, do it. But like, recognize you're not always going to have that person saying, come on, get out of bed, Amy, get out of bed and get to it. You're going to, you want this. You're going to have to find that fire and motivation on your own. And not everyone's going to see you struggling your way through it. So often we recognize that person Um, far down the road of their journey and we're like whoa they're so successful or they've lost so much weight or they 
they are doing amazing or look at how well they're doing in their homemaking or their mothering or their bathroom tub cleaning you know like but we don't know the struggle of where they started to where they are now there's the journey okay that's your journey that's you saying yes you have to choose your heart I have to choose my heart okay is it hard to be overweight and unhealthy and have no energy yes 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 is it hard to wake up at 5 a.m and exercise and not eat out yeah that's hard too but it will make you not feel the way that you are feeling so which heart do you want which which one and honestly if you think about the hard that if you choose to just get out of your own way and start pursuing those things the hard that you were living in isn't hard anymore it's easier you feel better and it's not so hard anymore so I, I just wanted to encourage you to just go after it, even if you fail <laughs> in the beginning. We all fail. Figure out a new way, a new rhythm, a new method, a new whatever. Don't compare yourself to others. Don't try to think you have to do it the way that Sally Joe does it, you know. Where I got that name, I have no idea. No idea. <laughs> you... You can get ideas from people. Try it. Try it on for size. If getting up at 5 a.m. does not work for you, period, don't do it. Don't do it. Pick a different time. Don't say, no, I can't. I don't have time to make time for myself or to exercise or to, um, you know, make a meal. Then you've got to figure out, maybe I need to prep my meals on, at a different time. You know, we all have different schedules, different amounts of kids, no kids, 40-hour um, work weeks, you know, um whatever it is it doesn't it doesn't have to be the excuse you just have to find what works for you so don't think there's only one way to do something and recognize that this is for you and you're not always going to get that external validation um i know that that's a struggle for me sometimes where i'm like i just want people to know i want them to know what i did <laughs> So I guess I'll just share it on podcast here. No, just kidding. Um, yeah, stop making excuses. Um, some of it for me too is like reading a book, and so I've been really doing better. I'm not. I'm not been perfect, but I will say that I'm. I'm almost through another book. I finished a book at the beginning of this year, a book that I had started and never finished. I finished that this the start of January. And I've already picked up another book that I'm, I think, well over halfway into. And that's all just been from reading 10 pages a day. Does it happen at the same time every day? No. But there are times when I'm like, Gabby, stop doing what you're doing. Go sit down and read. You can do this when the kids are awake. You can't sit and read and focus when the kids are awake. Stop doing what you're doing. Go sit down and read, Gabby. Like, I, I literally have to tell myself, like, just go sit down and read. And you can come back to this. Because this can be handled and dealt with while the kids are awake. Would you rather read when the kids are awake or do this when the kids are awake? So it's all, you know, I I have to to force myself sometimes to do the hard thing. And it might not seem hard to you, but all of our hearts are different. Um, So again, don't compare to somebody else you might see somewhere like you, you we just can't do that especially in this time when we have access to everybody's lives online 
and um, I've actually been kind of taking a break from from some of that world, social media. I think I want to do an episode on that, but I need to journey through it a little bit more before I talk about it. So if you do not see me online as much, I'm here. I'm just trying to figure some things out and pour my time and energy and brain space elsewhere Um, because this season of life uh, with my husband's hours, it's winter, I homeschool, I have four kids, Um, a lot of it is on me, Um, just I, I needed to recognize what was stealing my brain space, my mental energy, um, sometimes my joy, um, or my drive to do things, um, and what was just distracting me. So anyway, I hope that you found this message to be helpful, encouraging, um, that it lit a fire inside of you and just know that you can, you can, it just starts with a yes. And honestly, when I teach some my fitness classes, I tell them, don't leave, just breathe. And obviously no one's going to leave, but I mean mentally leave the like hard, like if they're cycling hard and we're in a set and we're working really, really hard. And I notice that like, even I'm wanting to hold my breath, I'm I'm getting these negative thoughts. It's like, nope, keep working hard. Don't leave. Don't leave the hard. Just breathe through it. Okay? So anytime that it's feeling hard, just breathe. Take a moment and just keep going through it. Okay? All right. Share this episode. Let me know your thoughts. You can email me. You can tag me on Instagram on Facebook. You can share this episode with anyone. If you've got my number, if we're personally connected, I love hearing your feedback. Um, What spoke to you, Facebook Messenger, whatever. I love the feedback. Uh, Helps me know that you are listening, that you're here, um, that you are finding value in this content. If you've not left a rating and review, that also is a great way to support the show for free. Scroll down on Apple Podcasts, leave a honest rating and review. I appreciate every single one of them. You guys are awesome. Thank you for being here and I'll catch you on the next episode. Bye.